Recovery On Air, the official podcast of Crossroads Addiction Rehabilitation. Candid discussion about addiction and recovery with the people who have lived it, along with input from experts on the journey from struggle to triumph. Laugh, cry, and be inspired. And now, your host for Recovery On Air, Greg Halverson. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Recovery On Air, where we talk about all things recovery, the good, the bad, and the miracles. Uh, I am your host, Greg Halverson. Thank you for listening to us. And today, uh, I've got here with us um, a Crossroads employee, our, our warehouse manager, Wes Tharp. Wes, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, it was it was pretty funny yesterday. We were just we were over there taking a delivery, and uh, and we were at the warehouse, and and Wes just kind of looks at me, and and this has happened many times before. He and he goes, "Hey, man, when do I get to be on the on the podcast?" And so I just turned around and I said, "How about tomorrow?" Caught yeah. you by surprise. You weren't ready for that one, were you? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I had just heard that you were looking for people, and I figured I'd. Uh, throw my name out and, there, and you know what? And I'm I'm slowly but surely throwing caution to the wind when people say that. And and you know what? Careful what you wish for, because I'm just going to turn around and just go, yeah, let's do it. Now the next two we got lined up are going to be really good. I hope everybody continues listening. We're going to have some really good guests. The next couple guys, not taking anything away from Wes. Um, so what, we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Um, how long have you been with Crossroads now? Um, this January coming up will be five years. Nice, nice. So, you know, as we grow, um, and, and I'm always looking at these numbers, but as we grow, you know, especially after we went over 300 employees a while, a couple weeks back or a month ago, um, you look at the time and the the vast majority the i mean the the majority of cli- of clients of employees working for crossroads are under 5 years right and so um so you you're breaking through into the into the next uh into the next area there and good for you man you've done a lot and i remember when you uh used to come over and do the floors over at east yep i at, still do at, at, at whatever one o'clock in the morning on a Friday night or whatever, when everybody was sleeping, yep. and I'd come out in the morning, I'd go, "Oh yeah, I forgot the floors got done, man. This place looks good again." So, um, so thank you for doing that. You know, that was a that's a hard deal, and back then that was a side gig, huh? That was that was a little extra side. Well, yeah, it's uh, you know I'm still there once a week. Oh, are you? Yeah, now I do uh, the. The location out at Scottsdale, it's a lot okay. bigger location. Yep. But, um, yep. Yeah, I've been real fortunate with that. That's a, a nice little side well, job that those, I have. Those are the things that, you know, when we're doing the right things, I mean, this, I had the same things happen for me, right? When when I was when I was a, a site manager, when we were still, you know, halfway house version of Crossroads, and I was making 100 bucks a week. <laughs> and a lot of people go, wow, 100, big bucks. 100 bucks. But... I had a lot of people who were who knew what I was doing and who saw what I was doing, and so I got handed a little extra bonus that way. Yeah, right. Here, here's you. a little. Yeah, here's a little extra work. Here's a little extra money. Um, you know, whether it was for the company or just for other people. But um, anyways, so 
so I know you've been putting in the time and, and that's, and you know, that's what we got to do, right? That's, those are the things that we didn't do when we were out there doing our thing. What brought you to Crossroads? Oh man, Greg, that's a, you know, I am a lifelong drug addict. You know, I was born here in Phoenix. Or actually Glendale. Both yeah. of my parents were, you know, alcoholics, long, long line of family, okay. alcoholics and, and substance abuse. So, yeah. uh, you know, it'd be fair to say that it was kind of my, my birthright to be an addict or an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, I hate, I don't mean to joke like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, well, you know, you know, from early on, I learned that, you know, going to work every day and coming home and drinking a beer or a, a case of beer was the norm. A, a beer or a case of beer. You know? Yeah. So... You know, my life had been one just, you know, wash, rinse, and repeat cycle yep. of get something going for myself and uh, get a little, you know, a little bit of a foundation, nothing based in recovery, no mind you, but I would get going and, and you know, my addiction would always knock my feet out from under yep. me. Yep. You know, I had, for my whole 20s, I, I threw it away getting high and, and going in and out of jails and prisons. You know, from the age of 19 to 26, yeah. I spent locked up the majority of the time in and out. Yeah. Um, you know, never once did I did I even contemplate, man, maybe you should, you know, nip it in the butt and stop, stop using and yeah, yeah, and settle down, away. get a house, maybe get a get a, that, get a career, you know, get a room in <laughs> a house, no mind you, anything, you know, at that point, uh, you know, and the thing is, is is during that that time I had the opportunity to do a lot of court appointed classes and, you know, other classes and programs to try to, to try to get myself some help. And, you know, Robin was talking about it earlier about the, the peer to peer. Yeah. And, and, and I had never really had that type of um, treatment offered to me. And the only, uh, the only time I had ever really had any experience with 12 step or Alcoholics Anonymous or anything that was all court ordered too. So, yep. uh, you know, I never stepped foot in any of those places with any type of desire on my own to really put it up. Yep. So, always, always just being told where to go, yeah. right? You, you, know, you better go do this or, or yeah. else. If you want your freedom, you got to do this. Well, going to an AA meeting when you're in prison isn't a bad thing. No, not at all. <laughs> it's and, an hour outside of the outside of whatever else is, might be going on. Oh, there. absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and it uh, looks good. Yeah, it does. It, it looks good for the, uh, and that was one thing that I, mm-hmm. I was always really good at, uh, even as a kid. And, and for the most part, is making things look good. Sure. And it was part of my, you know, in my household, there's a lot of fighting and, and turmoil and, and a lot of things got blamed on me. So my self-confidence was real low as yep. a young yep. adult. And once I found drugs and alcohol, I was, you know, I felt free because I, I sure. finally found something that I could relate to people with, the yep. people around me, and you know, I felt accepted and and just throughout through the the life of drugs and and alcohol in prison and all that stuff. You know, I've I uh, I learned to manipulate quite well, and uh, I was always good at making stuff look good on the outside. Yep, yep, living that living that uh, the double life. Yeah, and uh, you know. That was just basically my whole life for most of my late teens and all of my 20s, you know, and I, I found myself uh, in 2016, I got shot in, in Idaho. I was in Idaho and, and doing some things I shouldn't have been doing. And uh, long story short, I, I decided I was going to make a geographical change. Right. And I moved back to Phoenix where I had grown up. And, uh, 
you know, there was nothing good waiting for me here. You know, yeah. I moved from a real conservative uh, small town up in Idaho to back to Phoenix where I'd grown up and my addiction had originally, you know, cultivated and grew. And it wasn't long before I was back in the thick of it, you know. And, uh, you know, for two, the better part of two and a half years, I was on the street here in Phoenix living outside of the cash shelter and, and, and down in that horrible yep. area of town. And, oh, yeah. And just existing down there. Sure. You know, and uh, at the time, I would I would think about what it would take to get sober and get back on my feet, and I would I would see that I was so far away from just zero. You know, I didn't – there was so many obstacles just to get back to level ground where I could even start getting my life together that it was always just a uh, – scary thing yeah well from that perspective when you're in that position which i've also been in just jumping through a hoop yeah just jumping through a hoop i mean i've seen circus animals jump through hoops <laughs> right but i i can't yeah all anything it's an obstacle nope i can't do it and it's that immediate no i'd, I'd rather just stay numb so um what 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 uh, what what took you to Idaho? Well, I was um, you know my mom died when I was twelve, and uh, my dad remarried, and he moved up to Idaho with his wife. Okay, and um, I stayed behind, and that's really when my drug drug abuse really started flourishing. I started using IV drugs and and, and more hardcore opiates yep. and and stimulants, and uh, you know he came down here and and realized that I was strung out and they wanted me to come move up there try to get my life together and I you know I moved up there and I was young I was just 18 years old sure. and within a year I was in trouble with the law yeah. and uh, on all types of on probation and drug court <laughs> and you know just had a whole mess of my life put yeah. together and at the time you know, they, they ordered me classes and, and, and treatment and, and, and meetings, and I really did try, you know, but I got a kind of a sour taste in my mouth for the sure. the recovery circle there. And because uh, half the people in meetings were upset that the green the people needing to get their green card signed were there, and the yeah. other half were upset that, you know, drug addicts were at Alcoholics Anonymous. So right. it was just, I got a real bad taste in my mouth, sure. which I wish I would have got the taste in my mouth I have now for it because I've seen the true power and, 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 um, you know, just the overwhelming yep. acceptance that you get from yep. yeah, a, yeah. a good meeting. So, you know, when I was out here, I was, uh, you know, just down and out and, and I was looking for a place to get sober. I was, uh, you know, I ended up getting arrested for being on, out camping where I shouldn't have been and uh urban camping urban camping yep. and you know I went to jail and my, my probation officer uh violated me and gave me reach out and they sent me to this other rehab and uh I was only there about a week before my roommate had figured out a way to get drugs in and we were getting kicked out right you know and I thought I was on my way back to jail or you know back on the run and you know I uh, someone told me you know, call your PO and, and just just lay it out to him. So I did, and and he said, "Look, I'm going to give you a chance." He said, "I'm going to give you until Tuesday to find uh, a new rehab to be in, and uh, we'll go from there." And I just started calling Greg, and I finally found Crossroads. And right. He said, "Yeah, come on down." This is back when we were still over on 17th Street in Thomas. Yep. 
and uh, they told me it was basically first come, first serve kind yep. of thing. Yep. So, you know, I made my way over there, and I won't lie, the fir- I wasn't ready the first day or the second day or the third day or the fourth or fifth day. They told me, hey, man, you need to come back tomorrow. Right. They kept telling me, come back right. tomorrow. And, and at the time, I was real angry because I, I had, at the time, I had a huge chip on my shoulder. Sure. You know, that's something that I carried sure. around my whole life. And, uh, you know, it. It took them a week and a half or so to let me in the door, but right. by the time they did, I was ready to surrender to it. You know, yeah. I yeah. Uh, I was desperate for the help. Isn't and, it a beautiful thing? You know, and looking back on it now, yeah, yeah, I was so I'm yeah. so thankful. In fact, the guy that I the, the that I was uh, I broke down to and asked for the help still works. You know, with us TC, and every time, every so often, I'll see him and and I'll think about that, and I get real. You know, kind of gets me real emotional that sure you know that was probably sure. the first time in my life i was ever really honest yep. with somebody about who i was on the inside yep. and, and the help that i needed you know yeah uh and that's how it all started you know they sent me to a facility and even my counselor at the time was like man i seen you walking in the door and i said i want that guy because <laughs> i was a mess i won't i won't we we, we like a challenge yeah. once in a while so you know and that was, uh, you know, the first time I, I went onto the pro- onto Carcadia's property, I was like, man, this, this don't really seem like nothing special. But after a night or two there, I started noticing that, like, you know, the people that are at this place teaching, you know, and, and, and that are working here and the people that are counseling, these are all addicts and alcoholics that have found success through uh, the program that they preach and the program yep. that they teach here, and uh, I could get yep. behind that. Yeah, you know. Well, and, and that's huge. Um, you get you get told told over and over and over by a judge to go somewhere, and you got to go sit with somebody who's got a bunch of diplomas on the wall and doesn't know really a whole lot of anything personally. Right. Um, it's a little hard to. It's a little hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. Um, if you ever want to hear a good story about TC, ask me sometime, and I'll tell you the story about I got about TC. I'll definitely. I won't. I won't do it on the podcast. Right. He he knows which one I'm talking about. Um, so up to this point, you'd never had a real job, really. Well, no, I've I'd had jobs okay. and stuff, you know. I, okay, uh, but but uh, let's just say this: <laughs> you never had a career path. Well, you know, honestly, I did. I had okay. I had started a couple career okay. paths. You know, I learned, and that's the sad thing. You know, I had a few people along the way that really uh, tried their best to, you know, yep. help me and and better me yeah, and give there's... me the the opportunity. And I am, you know, my addiction and, yep. and, and my selfishness let it all go away. Mm. I was actually a welder and a machinist okay. for you know a few years there, yeah. and I got. Uh, trained by you know I got training and all that stuff and really loved the job. My dad was a machinist had a okay. you know, had a shop here in Glendale growing up that you know down in downtown Glendale and uh, you know I really liked that job. But right, metalwork in Phoenix, love it in the summertime. Oh yeah, huh? I, I fortunately was never. <laughs> I mean, I grew up working in a shop, so yeah, I do. Right, and you know it gets hot. Hot yeah. as could be in there, but. Uh, I did it up in Idaho, but, uh, you know, it was something that I was really interested in, and I threw it away. Sure. You know. Well, we don't always see those those bright spots in our in our lives. Um, <clears throat> I'm much happier nowadays, though, with the job that I have now. You sure. Know, I'm, I'm uh, well, know, so fortunate to be a part of something. It's funny when you get it, when you get some things figured out, you could probably be happy digging a ditch all day yeah. long and not going anywhere and digging a digging a hole in the sand. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> where you don't make any progress. Right. Oh, well, I'm doing something, you know. Right. Um, frame of mind. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so you went through treatment. Um, yeah, I, uh, what, 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 what was it that, uh, that you kind of went, you know what, maybe I should, maybe I should stick around these folks. You know, I, uh, I never in my life met, you know, they say in the, in the program, like, oh, once you meet somebody that has what you want, yep, you know, then, sure. then, you know, that's the person, you know, follow and do what they do in yep. the program, you know, and, and I met a couple guys that that really you know they would come to the meetings and they would and you know everyone would see them and they would just be excited that they were there because they knew that these guys were going to spend the next so much you know so much time helping everybody right. and getting people through their steps yep. and, and you know and that's what i wanted you know yeah. and i was like man uh i wonder how i can you know how i can become that guy that that you know people are excited to see just because you know that that person has some true care and concern in their heart for others, right. you know, and, uh, wasn't because they were rich. wasn't because they drove the cool no, car. It wasn't because they had like a that. hot gal on their arm. It wasn't because of any of those other things. It's, no. it's a different, it's a different good. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, that's the thing that really got me hooked. And, and I noticed that a lot of the guys and, and gals that, that were associated with crossroads and stuff, you know, they had that confidence about them and, uh, you know, I just tried to figure out a way to get, uh, you know, get involved with the volunteering yep. of, of like I worked in the office and the kitchen. I was like, uh, I did like dishes and helped with kitchen stuff. And then I started doing uh, volunteer hours in the office with Matt Doty doing like the front desk and uh, just trying to give back any way I could. And, uh, you know, I've been fortunate. I was fortunate enough to get uh, offered a position in the maintenance training program. Right. That's ran by Dan Williams, yeah. and uh, you know that's really what you know saved my life as far as you know getting me really hooked into uh, what it means to work a program and and the ins and outs of all of that. Yeah, continuing it on after you don't have somebody hovering over you right. that 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 you're no longer hearing. You got to go to a meeting today. Right. You got to go to a meeting today, and you just start kind of doing things um, where the rubber meets the road and stuff. Well, it it's. When it starts actually working, after it's after you've gotten into that routine, you know, um, you know, I know that. Did you? So, I know that 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 what Dan has people do, right? Right. Um, you're still expected to go to meetings. Yep, absolutely. And to and you aren't going into maintenance until you finish your steps. Absolutely. And these are some guidelines that, um, you know, they're. We all need it. Yeah. We need to be told, look, this ain't going to happen until you do this. Yeah, we uh, – So get on it. Yeah, we definitely uh, – we still carry that through, you know, to present. Uh, but, yeah, that's the one thing that Dan, you know, was always impressing upon me, that you always got to put recovery first. Yeah. And, and, and what's ironic is when I first met Dan, I thought almost for sure that, man, me and this guy are not going to get along. You know, and, and, and I, I was already planning my exit, and actually, me and him share a funny story that that he fired me like my third week as a volunteer, <laughs> and luckily, cooler heads prevailed, and you know, sure. But now he's one of the most influential people in my life, and sure. that's the gentleman 
that I, you know, that right. I met that had what yep. I wanted, yep. you know, and through and through him and, you know, another, a couple other people along the way, like my friend Daniel Merrifield yep. and a few other guys that, that really had integrity. There you go. You know, because that's something that I always struggled with. You know, I could always do the 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 right thing when someone was looking, making things yeah. look good. Yeah, yeah. But when you know no one was around, or I didn't think no one was looking, it was you know I sure had trouble making sure. the right decisions sure. and stuff. And I could tell that these guys had been where I was and 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 really figured out a way to to live life, you know, with yep. integrity and honor and stuff. And that's there's, what really there's got a, me. and and there are a lot of very similar stories within the organization of Crossroads. Uh, <laughs> once again, I'm not going to go throwing names around, but I mean, I know people who have been with Crossroads for a long time who, who, who will tell you they should have been fired about three or four times <laughs> for, 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 uh, for good reason. Right. But that's what we all learn here is all about second or third or fourth or 10th chances. chances. Yeah, at, at, at giving it a shot, you know, as long as somebody shows up and says, I'm willing. Right. Um, you know, usually, like you said, cooler heads prevail, and, and uh, you don't let those snap decisions come to you and let your, your motions of right now make decisions that are right. going to affect the future. So, um, Yeah, and I think that's the thing that, uh, you know, I've really, really been fortunate enough to, to benefit from as an employee of Crossroads and and. And you know, as a member of the Crossroads family, is that you know I've had the ability or the opportunity to grow, and and to grow in a safe space where you know there's no drama, no you know politics, none of that yep. stuff that you find at a lot of other places. You know, we're all family, yeah, and uh, we're gonna do whatever it takes to help each other out. You know, and uh, I'm blessed over and over, over and over, and so. <clears throat> You should have got fired, or you could have got fired, or you almost got fired. Oh well, he was going to show me out for sure, and uh, <laughs> you know he he took another look at me, and you know it was a lot of a lot of hard work along the way. Yeah, you know I uh, had a horrible attitude, and uh, you know I thought I was smarter than everybody else, and, no. and, and thought I had it all figured out, and <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was unwilling to let go of a lot of the things that was sure. was uh, fueling my fire and through you know meetings and, and working with my sponsor and working with the other guys and and just working with trainees in our program and 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 getting to know newcomers and and watching the miracle work in front of me not only in my life but in other people's lives you know watching the mal the spiritual maladies you know go away and 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 people's character defects in my own you know, getting mended and washing away. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a it's a blessing. Yeah. To, well, to, it's not it's not easy letting the letting the hard edges get get rubbed off after uh, after that was your survival for X amount of years. Right. Okay. Um, you for most people, I think it's time. It's just time. It's a matter of time, and it's a matter yeah. of time of them showing up. Um, God knows, there's people out there that are stubborn and angry and upset with where they're at and everything but guess what if you if you just get up put your shoes on and take the next step 
right. and take the next step and take the next step and show up, there are going to be people all, all around you that are going to continue to go, oh, he's here. He, he came back. Right. He came back. He might have lost a bet on it, but right. you, you show back up and they go, oh, well, all right. Let's go and do the next thing. Let's give them a Next hand. thing you know, another day, another week, another month, another year has gone by. Right. And um, and and that's one of the things that you just you just can't. You could tell people that all day long, right? But um, unless they're unless they're willing to do that thing, so you kept showing up. Um, you moved with us. Yep. You got you got a new warehouse. I did. You moved into a new position. Yep. I uh, I was uh, imagine that. I know, right? I was. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was a trainee for. A good little while there, and and Dan, you know, offered me a job as the warehouse manager. And uh, at first, I really didn't, I really didn't know what I thought about the position, but I knew that I wanted to be a part of Crossroads. So, um, you know, I gladly accepted it. And you know, working over the last three and a half years, you know, we've we've moved into a new warehouse, and then we moved out of a new warehouse into a new warehouse. Yep. yep. And. Uh, you know, now I'm fortunate enough to, you know, I get to I spend my days supplying Crossroads' facilities and, and helping uh, all the, in you know, separate facility staff, you know, with their purchasing needs. If they need stuff sourced, I get to, you know, keep all of our facilities and supplies of all the stuff yep. that it takes to, you know, to go forth and help people. And, and you know, I get a safe, wonderful place to work, and I'm just... Uh, you know, thankful for it's it. turning into quite the operation too. So, oh, in yeah. the time that you've been doing that, um, we've added what two or three new what? facilities. Um, yeah, we've. I started right after Extension was okay. opened, and okay. we've so. added the Detox, and yep. we've added Scottsdale. <clears throat> yep. So. We getting a bigger we getting a bigger warehouse pretty soon. <laughs> you know. Someday it might get to that, you know. But right now we're doing we do pretty good. And you guys do a, you guys do an awesome job down there. And 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 for those of you out there listening, um, <clears throat> you walk into this warehouse and it's sorted out so so perfectly that a blind man could go in there and find what he needs to be uh, what he needs. And it's um, it's well done. It's clean. You keep a good a good deal going on down there. You got a dog. Oh yeah, the star of the show, this star. Elizabeth, <laughs> Lizzie, yeah, Lizzie's she, down uh, there. What and full bred shepherd? Yeah, she's a she's. I, th- I do believe so. She's a shepherd, yeah. German shepherd, yeah. but she's a rescue we got from uh, okay. one of our. Uh, I think we partner with them. It's called Rockstar Rescues. Yeah. We have another dog okay. on location, but we got her from there. Uh, okay. You know, like like most addicts, she's a. She got her issues. She may not be an addict, but she comes. She comes with issues. A she's dog a, with issues. She's special Imagine needs, that. But she's found a home there. She's a wonderful dog. I I love her. I yeah. I think I think um, I believe a hundred percent in in the animal aspect of of therapy and helping oh, yeah. people. And you know, dogs have an unconditional love, and and uh, she might bark a lot, but oh, yeah, uh, she's but great. she she's wagging that tail she's just and talking. coming up and yeah. And it's and it's and that's cool. Um, I I I ran a warehouse up in Flagstaff for a short time, and I got to have my dog with me. Right. And it was it was great. Yeah, I loved I, it. I'm, I can't be more happy, Greg. I, uh, you know, I'm five years into it, and uh, 
you know I know now that I have value and and a place to to, to spend my time and to, to grow and learn yeah I know that I have a safe place that I can I can give back and uh, you know now I have a career yeah now I have a home and and you know that's something that I'm you know excited about and uh, forever grateful for you yeah know, there's people in my life today that I you know I don't deserve but you well know, you do but I uh, you know if you'd asked me five years ago if I would if I where I would have been I never would have ever ever yeah. thought of this I, I and and a lot of people probably say the same thing right. that are working for crossroads now that have been for five, 10, or 15 years, um, right. probably never thought they were going to end up. But that's the great thing about our leadership and the way that we're growing. Nobody likes the fact that we're growing right. in the work that we do. Nobody right. wants that. No. But if that's the way it's got to be, at least we're out there doing what we can do to help and to, uh, and to give help to an opportunity yeah, to so to many other people. To reinvest, you know, into the people that we're when, helping. When you think of, think about it this way, and I know not everybody who works for Crossroads is in recovery, and that's, you know, but if you think about when we were five facilities and 60 people working, and um, that means we've given 250 jobs in in over the years as just growing right that's not counting the people who have left and we've rehired and replaced them but um that's a lot of opportunity right there that we've given to people and a vast majority of those people that we've hired are in recovery right and, and that's and that's a big deal and and i know for myself speaking a lot of you know i may not have been somebody that would have ever maybe found this type of opportunity anywhere else, you know, due to my, uh, yep. you know, my history with addiction and, right. my, you know, criminal history. So, and I, and I'm, I believe there's a lot of other people out there that you'll find that work for Crossroads that have the similar situation. So when, when you came to Crossroads, were you still like on probation? I was. So you I, had to uh, get off probation. I you did. had to finish up. Well, fortunately, back at that point, the maintenance department still was able to hire people on, on sure. probation. That's currently not the case anymore. But what? But what I'm getting at is, is it? Is it one more? There's one more person right there, yep. right? Where you were given a chance and some stability, and it and it and it paid off in getting you off of no longer in the care of the state. Absolutely, and. You know, taking care of getting rid of that part of it, and that's that's a huge thing. Absolutely, um, those folks are overworked and and underpaid. I'm sure um, for what they go through and what they put up with and what they deal with. Oh yeah, and uh, and I love hearing about people who come in. They you know been on probation, off and on, violated, back and forth, in and out of jail, over and over and over and over and over, and then they come and they get off, they get done. They 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 give they are given that place where they can yeah just kind of get their ducks in a row and and take care of it and, and be done with that business you know and that's that's kind of that's basically what it took for me greg i just uh you know i was like you said yeah i had a i was given the opportunity to you know have a place to figure out how to be an adult yep you know and that's something that i up until that point had never really practiced too much of so you know, 
it's an amazing thing. And 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 what, uh, you know, the maintenance department has their trainee program, and we're always, you know, accepting new people. You know, if yeah. they meet the the requirements yep. of you know our maintenance technician program, and they give them a place to live, a place to live, a place to continue with their with their program maintenance. Right, right? you got to get up. You got to. Are you guys still doing five o'clock meetings? Yes, we are. Well, five thirty to six. Five thirty to six. There you go. Yep, every day, and uh, you know, and and the kitchen has something similar to that. The kitchen program, you know, and then you have your site managers programs and all that stuff. You know, and 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 like you were saying, we give we've given opportunity, and and that's the thing that that really hooked me all together was the fact that that Crossroads believed in the program that they they promoted so much that they that they were willing to back their graduates, right? And they were willing to provide the support that their graduates need to to flourish, right? And in a normal lifestyle and a normal career style lifestyle, you yep. know, and, and, and I think that's special, you know, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Absolutely huge. For so many people who, who I know we're all different and everybody, everybody has a different uh, reason why they started using drugs and alcohol and abusing drugs and alcohol. But, um, you know, the majority of people, it's, it wasn't an overnight thing. It wasn't right. a, it wasn't a, uh, six months, and I figured out I had a real issue. Um, it usually entails years and years of of research of, of, of re- yeah research, and uh, and usually has legal issues along the way and everything else. And so, I mean, the impact of somebody getting clean and sober and staying clean and sober because they've been given a chance, then they've been given another chance at continuing that and maintaining it through. Um, it's stepping up the chances rather than, rather than, eh, you know, you might, you might, but good luck out there. Um, and, and I think, I mean, oh, yeah, we yeah. all get, we all get that chance because, because we needed it. Maybe we're the harder cases. I don't know. Right. It's, um, but it's a, it's a beautiful thing as, 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 uh, Jorge would say. And, um, you know, um, not too many companies come up with ideas like building and having what there is at the west side for our cooking academy at the warehouse for our maintenance department of actually having separate housing right for people who to prove their time they got to prove it right they got to earn their they got to earn their kudos and and um man what a what a what a blessing for people And and it just keeps happening and uh, you know the on Friday nights I get to take a meeting. Well, I haven't the last couple of weeks because I've been busy, but I've been fortunate enough to take a meeting into our detox facility. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, it's it's really a, a pleasure doing it because I get to see people that are you know probably not at the best time in their life. You know, yeah, that, for that sure. moment, they're probably yeah. not feeling real well. And, yep. and they're not really wanting to listen to what I have to say. But, you know, I go in there and I get to talk to these guys, these guys about, you know, just how much faith I have in, in the company and the yep. program that, you know, they're starting their journey in. You know, uh, if I, you know, if there was a new person listening to me or someone that was thinking about, 
you know, coming into treatment and stuff, I would say that, uh, you know, you can probably get recovery at most treatment facilities and stuff. But, you know, if you really want an opportunity to, you know, get a good solid program and then have a good fellowship, you know, after the fact, that I think, uh, you know, Crossroads and, and the Crossroads family would be, you know, a great place to do Absolutely. That. Absolutely. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's um, it, it's a special place, and and um, we could we could sit here and tell stories about probably between the two of us things that have happened along the way oh, yeah. um, that would never happen working anywhere else. Um, if you're out there and you're str- stressing, having a hard time, confused, whatever, um, please find help. And you can go to uh, Crossroads at thecrossroadsinc.org. Charlie says that I did that one right. And, uh, and also, um, you know, don't forget the suicide hotline out there, 988, and uh, talk to somebody. If that's all it takes, um, then talk to somebody. But you need to, uh, you need to start it, and um, not somebody else is going to do it for you most of the time. Um, it's difficult. It's hard. But, uh, but boy, is it worth it. Yeah, that first little step is always the hardest. It's, it's the start. It's yep. starting. Um, so I got my five questions. All right. Are you ready? Let's have them. Because yesterday when I, said, when I said, yeah, let's go ahead and do this tomorrow, and he said, well, no, 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 I need some time to prepare. And I said, this ain't a scripted thing, man. But then I thought, well, the last part is. So, um, so the first one is, is do you have a tattoo? I do. And where? Now, if you have multiple tattoos, just tell us about the, the most interesting one or the most important one. All right, I'll go with the most important one. It's my mom's name. Okay. Back of my arm. She okay. died uh, when I was 12 years old. Okay. Uh, due to, you know, complications due to alcoholism. Okay. You know, so, um, right. you know, she's very important to me. And uh, it was one of the, it was the first tattoo I got. And uh, it's just on the back of my All arm. All right. Yep. There you go. All righty. All right. What's the proudest moment of your life? You know, probably, probably when I realized that uh, that I might actually have a chance to, you know, live a life that's something other than, you know, the life I was living out there on the street right. and and a, and a slave to the drugs and yep. alcohol. You know, there's been so many things that I could say that was like a great achievement. Sure. But just that moment where I realized that, like, man, you can, you might, you know, you're going to be able to get through this. That was probably one of the best, best days or best moments in my life. Awesome. Awesome. Um, The most embarrassing thing you've ever said to anyone? Oh, Lord, Greg, there's so much. <laughs> well, so, you know, I had never thought about this until right now. I just had a fleeting moment of, of clarity on this that, you know, most people, their brain probably is an easy forget on those ones. Like, I don't want to retain yeah. the most embarrassing thing. So it I, doesn't just always pop up, but... Man, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, okay. but I'll get back to it. But we know there's that. been a bunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. All oh, right. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Definitely. You know, the first step is just being willing. Um, if, you could, if you could disappear for two weeks, where would you go? Oh, um, 
I really like those, uh, you know, those, I like the idea of going out and like those people that travel in the, the camper sprinter vans and yeah, going out yeah. and traveling through the uh, forest of the, you know, the national forest right? and stuff or up in right. Canada. That's probably where okay. you'd find me. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. You, you so. like the outdoors? Yeah. One awesome. of these days I hope to get to a spot where I could do that with my time. Okay. You know. Fantastic. Um, you ever fly fished? I have very, very, very little bit, but okay. I like to fish, though. Okay. All right. If you had one wish, one wish, and it can't be I want 100 more wishes, one wish, what would it be? Mm. That, that we could get this fentanyl crap off the street. Amen, brother. I think that's about the 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 one thing that would really help everybody right now, because that shit is scary. Yeah. And sorry, I don't mean to cuss, but it's all right. It's scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And uh, I see it killing people and killing my killing friends of mine. And, yep. You know. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's a whole nother thing, man. It's a whole nother thing. Um, once again, Wes, thank you. Ain't no thank you. Um, I appreciate it. I, I, you know, if you think about it, in the in the grand fashion of addictive behavior, if I would have given you a week, <laughs> think about how much time you would have spent thinking and worrying about this, right? Rather than just going, no, 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 we're going to do this tomorrow, right? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes it's better to just jump in the deep end, pull the Band-Aid off off quick. Right. I hear you. Yeah, well. Most people are like, come on, Wes, you don't ever shut up. You don't have nothing to say. Well, you told me you had had plenty to say and everything, and and it was all all fine and good. Um, Wes, I, I hope that you continue doing what you're doing. I hope that you continue showing other guys coming in and living down there in the warehouse and and uh, maybe they're starting their career with Crossroads um, and, and showing them the way. Uh, you guys do an awesome job down there, and you, uh, you are the backbone of, of Crossroads keeping us up and running all the time. So well, thank you, we, we thank you for that. And, um, you know, we, we went just a little bit short on this one this week, but that's okay. And, um, and we're, we're going to look forward to uh, – We'll we'll let you know when you got to start signing autographs. Oh, okay, because <laughs> now practicing. see now you're you're one of the few people who you have a video and a radio. I know out you know a podcast out. So you're I'm covering all the media for us, which is an awesome thing. Thank you though for being here hey, and my pleasure, uh, and God bless and have a great day. Hey, thanks. Greg. Thank you everybody for yeah, listening. Thank you everybody. Yep. Thank you everybody for listening and uh, stay tuned. And once again, please don't forget if you're listening out there and you're uh, you're suffering, um, it takes it takes you to to ask for help. But there's people out there willing and waiting. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Recovery On Air, the official podcast of Crossroads Addiction Rehabilitation with your host, Greg Halverson. Join us next time as we continue our candid discussions about addiction and recovery. Listen 24-7 anytime to this or any of our shows online at starworldwidenetworks.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.